Hey, good morning. It is Saturday, 326, and uh, getting a little early on this podcast, but I'm going to complete it today, and I wanted to uh, bring you with me on a journey I, I went through last night, and that was this deep anger that uh, kind of swept over me throughout the night, and uh, I'm not exactly sure what uh, what was the cause, but I'm going to kind of try to dig into that and see if I can uh, figure it out and possibly kind of work into how I got uh, past it, and um, so here we go. It was uh, it was a long, hard week. We're uh, it's yesterday, Friday. Um, finished about probably fifty five hours of work that week. Um, we're getting the the final building sign off with the fire inspector, and these guys are kind of a different breed. Um, they have a little bit of power, and they pretend like they have all of the power. Um, it was quite interesting when we first initially walked the electrician the fire alarm guy was not on site so I was filling in for him and I even called the the fire chief before he came came and let him know that would be the case and that I would I would meet him and and make sure he had everything he needed and originally he met up with the uh, the control the fire alarm control subcontractor and they did not have what he needed he he immediately asked them to kill the power so that it would be working off emergency backup power and they didn't know where the breaker was at and I didn't know where it was at either but I knew the guy who knew so um, this all took about 15 minutes to get to get handled and then um, the other issue was that he wanted every uh, every door unlocked for you know well before he was there and I was walking ahead unlocking the door and he still stuck with the fact that we could have gotten a whole nother floor walked if if we would have had all the doors unlocked for him which is just an utter lie um, and it even showed up in the inspection report that that was the case so overall that definitely rubbed me the wrong way um, so difficulty number one of the uh, of a hundred of the week um, ending there but uh, then let's see I I uh, drove home talked to a guy on the phone on my way home um, good guy ha- never met him before uh, about a new job opportunity so that was actually a, a positive um, made it home knew that um, I'm meeting up with the solar um, guy today probably around 10 o'clock so be wrapping this little bit early I'll come back and add some more um, but so I I had to get the uh, you know the truck kind of cleaned out mounted um, everything is mounted and what was I doing oh yeah I was gonna put the put my new brake pads on so I've never done this before but this will be another how-to podcast how to change your brakes it's incredibly easy um, for some reason one of my brake pads is worn about 95% and the other one is maybe 80% and 
and then on the other brake side it was about probably 80% and 80% so there was one brake pad that was just worn almost to complete oblivion luckily I checked and uh, so I just replaced all the brakes it's about 65 bucks for uh, brand new brake pads which is definitely needed um, so I got those swapped out while doing this uh, my brother is texting me about bringing over a washer and dryer that we got from uh, my twin sister's um, new house out in Hotchkiss and um, our old washer and dryer were original not maybe original but they were here when we got this house and the spin cycle doesn't spin it dry enough. The the dryer doesn't dry it, except it takes you know two hours to dry a load. So just a ridiculous amount of time. And so we decided to get um, <laughs> this new washer and dryer. It's not new. It's very dirty. And so I don't know if this was starting to wear on me, but. Um, you know, Chris is texting me, hey, I'm going to be over uh, about this time. And um, the time changes, you know, just once really. But um, so I just keep working on my brakes. And I do get those all wrapped up, fixed, you know, tires back on. And then I realized that when I backed up uh, to readjust my, my Tundra that I had a CMU block, concrete masonry unit block uh, sitting on top of the um, solar like roof scoop thing where um, the solar wires enter into the camper it's just a waterproofed kind of scoop um, but basically when I backed up uh, readjusted my truck I didn't even realize it but that CMU brick ended up running into um, my 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 roof under my carport uh, and it came off where it was setting and so this is the second time I've had to re-glue down this um, this piece and this just kind of threw me for a loop because I uh, I don't feel like I got the, the correct direction which these things they just have to be screwed down and the one I have the one the guy gave me initially does not have any like places for screws so long story short is it came off again for the second time so I'm up there scraping really goopy um, sealant it's this Lex Lexan Lexol uh, sealer is incredibly uh, toxic shit so I got these gloves on and uh, Lily Lily's climbing on the sauna again and she's gonna get into the insulation, which I don't want her to. So give me give me a pause here. All right, I convinced her to to come off the ledge and come back down. <laughs> uh, so I totally forget where I was at, but this was frustrating. Um, I like things to be done right, and um, so then the the piece got all kind of dirty and grimy and so I took some 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 goof off to my to my camper top to get that cleaned up and it was just a very long uh trying to be patient process which I was not being patient and so this was a lesson in uh being deliberate 
being patient and being being focused. So um, unfortunately, I failed pretty much all three of those, and I realized it was about 10 o'clock by the time I had finished all of these things, and I hadn't eaten anything uh, since lunchtime. So that was probably the second issue of why I was so angry, um, and I did end up basically calling it and coming in and heating up some, some leftover taquitos, uh, steak, and some gnocchi, which was awesome. And so once I got that in my stomach, I was starting to feel better. And uh, I basically immediately got went upstairs, um, had some chocolate-covered almonds. Katie was like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, I am upset. I'm very upset. I'm not sure... I'm not sure. Here's the issues I've been running into with my camper. And it's funny because it's so small compared to the grand scheme of people, you know, not having food, not having shelter, uh, having, you know, terminal illness that they're working through. And here I am with my camper, uh, you know, blessed beyond belief to be able to have the money, the time to be able to build this thing and and uh, I'm just letting the little things upset me and this is something that I don't like to see in others and yet I allow it to happen within myself so um, I've spent a few minutes reflecting this morning I got my coffee here I got my Bible so I'm going to spend a few more minutes uh, reading my Bible this morning, and then I'm going to head out and get the final solar. Uh, it's a bunch of wiring I need now, so after that, I'm going to hook up everything on the solar, and I'm going to see it in action today, all barring you know major catastrophe, but that's the plan. I want to come back and finish up this episode letting you guys know that it is complete. Um, I got power to it. I'm going to clean off the panel because it's already a little bit dirty and put it out in the sun and just watch it charge up my batteries. I'm going to hook up something to the inverter, test it out, and just start having a lot of fun. So um, I'm really excited. It's been two weeks since I first even started on this project. These things take time. Uh, that could have been another factor into the uh, the the angry, um, upset kind of cloud that came over me last night. Was these things take time, and sometimes you just want it to happen all of a sudden. So I'm preparing myself that that might not be the case today. I might I may not get it all done, but let's hope. Let's hope we do. So um, we'll pause it there. Thanks for coming along on the on the solar and uh, the kind of contemplation on on uh, this cloud of anger that was covering me last night. The the beautiful thing I I did remind myself was this feeling is going to pass. And I woke up this morning. I was still right as I woke up, still a little bit um, in that, and then. I, I, uh, it passed. 
So it wasn't anything I did. I, I give the glory to God because he kind of designed things to take the time that they need to, to work themselves out. And lo and behold, um, got up, started making coffee, uh, made my protein shake, and sat down here because I wanted to get this out and and see if uh, hopefully this helps um, other people. Is you know I'd say the three main takeaways is don't forget to eat good food. Remind yourself that things take time, especially on the first time you're doing things. You're not going to do it perfectly. You have to learn. That learning curve is been what every every aspect of this camper build has been an incredible learning curve it just takes an extreme amount of time and mistakes to get it right the second time I do it will go way smoother and then the third thing was feelings pass eventually the feeling will pass so that's how to get over some anger because <laughs> I'm doing I'm happy this morning um, I haven't cocked my shotgun yet, but that's the first thing I'm going to do once I stop this uh, recording. So uh, feel happy. It'll come back to you if you're not feeling that way right now. Love you guys. So I'm back here. Uh, it's Sunday evening, and I wanted to run you through the rest of the weekend. And I'm trying to get to the point where I can move on. Um, I'll, I'll talk you through the situation because it started, uh, right after I left, I left the last podcast. I went to, uh, this guy's warehouse to pick up the remainder of my, uh, solar, uh, big, like one aught, <laughs> two aught wires, uh, to wire up the inverter, to wire all the batteries in parallel, um, and then some various connectors, a fuse box, a um, few other items. And so Saturday, the remainder of it, I, I uh, take a stop at Home Depot, forget to uh, get the washer-dryer connector adapter, but uh, besides the point, um, come back home, work, uh, work on it. Um, till about six o'clock, my, my buddy Dan hit me up, luckily, because <laughs> I would have worked, you know, just kept working on it all night, and, uh, so it took till six o'clock, everything was wired, I checked it, and then I flipped the breaker, and on comes the controller. It's got a smiley face on it, which means the battery's in its happy state, and, there's nothing really to worry about, and I noticed that there's stars on the uh, little LED um, screen, which means it's nighttime, which it was, uh, I can't remember if I had the solar panels plugged in or not, but um, yeah, had a good, so that was it, that was it for the solar adventure, end on a absolute high. That night, my buddy Dan came over. Um, brought some beers, and I uh, told him, you know, I'm just not drinking, and uh, he's, like, really awesome in the fact that he is working towards that goal on his own, and uh, we both had the same issue, 
um, struggle, I would say, in college. And I think we're both uh, um, an addict. And what that means is, you know, he said it, he said this word for word almost is that I don't just drink a couple beers and I drink like six or seven or 12 until I feel it. And, uh, I was, I'm always the same way. And, uh, let's see, almost six, almost six weeks sober now and didn't drink last night, didn't drink last weekend. So that's the positive. I got to keep reminding myself of the positive because I'm low in my mental, in my mental state again I have to remember that spiritually I'm a son of God and heir to the kingdom. I got to remember my creed. So Saturday night ends awesomely. Clean up. Um, finish with the solar gland installing it. It's not a roof scoop, but <laughs> it's uh, to you know keep weatherproof the entry of the solar panels in, and then. Yeah, at the end of the night, everything's hooked up. The inverter is working. And I sit down at the very end of the night, actually in bed, and start reading the uh, the manual a little bit closer about grounding. And that was the last thing I did was I grounded the whole system. And the diagram I have, it looks to show like the ground is coming off the negative terminal of the inverter and the negative terminal of the battery uh, battery bunch pack. I got three three batteries wired together. So first thing I do is wire the the big solid copper bar to the uh, to the frame, and then I wire it up to the negative end of the of the battery and then to the negative terminal of the inverter and I read at at nine I'm doing some light reading before bed and I read that um, never connect the ground to the negative terminal and so <laughs> it's like it's like 10:30 when I'm reading this and I know the whole system shut off and so I do I just I go to bed and but I wake up like two or three times at night just thinking about it. And then, you know, the morning comes and Mima is yelling at me, meowing. Lily is uh, climbing up up the curtain. I got this nice ski uh, thing on the wall. It's like a fabric cloth. And Lily likes to climb it now. She, she climbs everything, but she decided to climb this now. And... Uh, so I just can't go back to sleep. It's 7 o'clock. I wake up. The first thing I do is go down and I remove the ground from the negative terminal on the inverter. And there is a clearly defined ground lug on the side of the inverter. Hook it up. I'm feeling good. I'm back. Um, next step is hit up Home Depot again for the... Um, washer dryer adapter um, some zip ties to 
kind of tie everything up. I got a couple more um, self-tapping screws in case I need to secure anything. And um, what was the last thing I got? I can't recall. It wasn't a whole lot. And I didn't get the inverter, or sorry, the adapter for the washer-dryer. They didn't have one, so I get on Amazon. That's the first thing uh, that comes up is, hey, we'll deliver it to you overnight. It's ridiculous. Uh, but there it is, showing up tonight. So stop at Costco on the way home to get the uh, the protein, the goods for the for the week, whole milk for my protein shake and coffee, just the goods. And come back home. I'm ready to get the solar panel, like, like ready to go. And it's a really cloudy morning, so I'm not sure if it's just the clouds, because still that that was the thing was, I pulled the truck out into the into the out of the carport and there's still no it still shows it as nighttime and so I uh, I go up I go and check the the polarity on the solar panel and I realize that it, from what I can see the plus side that's labeled on the solar panel is actually leading to the negative side of the um, the controller and so there's there's no charge happening and so I go ahead and flip it this is when I'm back and I have a blanket uh, blanket over the solar panel so I'm trying to limit the the voltage and amperage as much as I possibly can to the solar panel and so I flip the polarity and plug everything in and then uh, flip the switch which I have one switched breaker. It's the power that powers the controller. And I flip the switch, the blanket is still on it, and boom, it seems to be working. There's a solar panel now shown on the uh, the controller screen, and it, it's happy, and it's reading something like 15 to 17 volts, and maybe watts, I think it's watts. And so I'm stoked, and very quickly I don't know if I if I caught a warning or not but very quickly I went up to the the solar panel and pulled the blanket off and as I was doing it I just it something didn't feel right and I heard a pop and uh, I go in and look at it the controller is off completely off I kill the switch the the power switch to the controller from the batteries and um, reconnected a few times I <laughs> I just know something popped I check all the bra all the uh, all the fuses there's a 250 amp fuse it's good uh, between the the uh, batteries and the inverter there's 220 amp fuses between the solar panel and the controller, which is what I thought would have would have tripped, and those did not trip. I I can't see that they tripped. And then I know the breaker, the the controller must have had a fuse blow or something because I heard a pop. And so 
I start looking online. Hey, my controller is not working. I heard a pop. And uh, I see that a guy had taken apart his 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 controller and there's a fuse inside of it and it's just like a car a car fuse and I'm like I'm feeling good again man I'm like oh yeah I can do this I I've worked you know <laughs> when I was like 10 years old on a circuit board before with soldering iron so I go back to Home Depot and get the soldering iron um you know spend spend 40 bucks on supplies and then I'm back home I take it I take this $200 controller apart and begin to start working on it and it is the most difficult thing to say a minimum on trying to get two separate soldered fuse items to move at once because you get one side of the fuse uh, liquid and then you can't pull it out because the other side is still solid so I literally end up ripping the fuse head off the two fuse legs um, basically it like melts out I burn my hand um, and then I get both the 25 amp fuses out surprising shocking because I get them to be two legs instead of one piece and I don't really recognize how hard it is gonna to get one piece back in together and so the trick if I would do this again is you gotta get all the solder out of where you're inserting the fuse as you possibly can long story short I actually get it to work again and I feel just as terrible as when I started and I remember back to the podcast is that I haven't eaten anything all day I've been working for about you know I probably put in 16 hours at a minimum Saturday and Sunday working on this thing and uh, I feel just as bad as when I started so I get my running shoe, well, I eat something because I realize I haven't eaten anything all day except for two granola bars and two coconut, uh, like coconut chocolate things that are delicious. And so I eat some uh, leftover spaghetti. I realize I need to go run. And Katie is, is over at John and Ruth's, the neighbors, so... I get outside to uh, tie my shoes up, and John comes out and says, Hi, Katie's inside helping Ruth uh, with her printer. And I was over there about a month or so ago helping her set up the printer. So I said, Oh, man, I got to go. I got to go make sure she's doing okay and she's got it all worked out. So I get up, get down there, and, and Ruth has all the photo albums out, and they just love having people over to spend time with them. So I get to rest. <laughs> and that's probably the first time I rested all day. And uh, something Ruth said really stuck to me. And she was showing me all her photos, her daughters. And she said, I, I would so um, 
sew all my own clothes growing up and I sew all my kids' clothes and she was telling us, I think it was her mom who taught her how to sew and she said that the only rule was don't sew on Sundays and I was like, oh man, the Sabbath. Something I've completely disregarded over the past two weeks because of these projects and running and life and uh, so I took off on my run and that's what stuck with me today and I decided something so I'll let you know how this goes come Wednesday but I'm going to run every day this week because I need to feel I need to know how that feels and it will be something I can draw upon when I'm running my 100k and so I will feel what it feels like to run every day this week at least five miles a day and then either Saturday or Sunday I'm taking a Sabbath and I'm not working on a project I'm not running I'm not working on the house I'm not cleaning I'm doing the best I can to sit down have my coffee and read God's Word read about orienteering which is the study I need to get myself up a little bit on to be able to uh, do well at this second ultra, which is a 24-hour race, last lost man standing. It's an orienteering race. I'm not sure how much I've told about it, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So I've decided that that's what I'm going to do this week. Um... I'm realizing why I had to fix that controller and it's because I don't know what's wrong with the system yet. I felt so terrible putting it back in play in my truck. I felt absolutely terrible because I knew it's not the original pristine manufactured controller as it was and I basically just soldered I did not get the the fuses all the way inserted and set. I just soldered them to where they where they go, and you know the connection is terrible, to say the best of the of the situation. So what I what I realized on my run was I did this for proof of concept, so I could get the system running properly, and then I will bite the bullet. It's just money and buy a proper controller. So these things are starting to come to me that this is why I do these things even though I don't I don't know why. And it takes time to just get to the point where I'm okay like I I was sitting down after I came in after seeing John and Ruth and I told Katie I was like I fixed it and I still feel absolutely terrible. And I think I'm fighting something within and I think I'm also overextending my my work to to basically be everything that I do and I'm forgetting that I have a calling and it's to serve God and his his word and his people. So, I got to recall that if I'm drained, I need to be refueled. So that's why I wanted to sit down and recap on this podcast is so I can 
come back and listen to it, and this is kind of therapy for me, is uh, I'm able to talk through what happened and hopefully uh, just move on. So I was thinking about the sauna tonight, but I want to spend time with Katie instead, and I don't think there's any better option than to relax, not by myself, but relax for the next couple hours at 7.30. Drink some water. I did have a really good run. I did my five-mile. Five-mile loop. And I didn't take my watch today. So I basically had my running shoes and my clothes. And my hat, my lucky hunting hat. I'll tell you the story next time. Um, and I was just, I felt like I was floating. It hurt. There was parts of it. But when when I have those moments, I say, man, isn't it, isn't it great how I never get tired? And I realized... The words that were coming out of my mouth when I was trying to fix that controller were just terrible. I forgot about the power of the spoken word. So, I fixed it. I didn't give up. I never quit. I stayed true to my creed, but I let it get to me, and I let the work overcome there's there's the addict inside that tells me I always have to be doing something and I'm learning how to let that go. So um, next podcast I'll recap my training, how the week is going, running Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. This is going to be the hardest week of my career at work and it is the perfect week to have no excuse to run every day because when it's tough you never get that opportunity to be that tough again so make it even tougher and you'll reach a new limit I'm always trying to stretch to the next point and never break (laughs) remember there is no trying without failure I failed greatly today but I didn't quit and I just kept going I got my run in I got some food in me I do feel a lot better it takes time persevere be good to yourself I love you guys talk Wednesday